Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. You now tuned into Miss Liss. You can't miss this. Body on point, Miss Thick. Pussy got the juice, Mystic. Dick Chappelle swag, I'm rich, bitch. Feeling so fucked up, doing shots, yeah, don't throw up. No chasers, no mixers. What's this elixir? Got me blinded by these flickers as we posing for these pictures. Bitches really think they cute. I think they goggles filled with liquor. Hey, mister, get in this. I'm single. No missus. No side chick. I'm a temptress. I know you like this. I got your interest. Ha! Spit that gorilla flow. Got the monkey bars. Not the token rap, bitch. I'm a metro card. You can't swipe my swag. I turn styles hard. I'm moving too fast. You in the past. Look your styles. Wash. Look like you stepped out the bathtub. I see mass suds being whack sucks looks like you know too much about that that sucks you the type to bag niggas they bag us because we the baddest you listen um i have stepped out the bath with suds <laughs> you washed I, my I, I, I thought terrell suggs was gonna get name checked this who terrell no no no, no. Who? he's a football player i was born in the 90s he's a football player listen i'm sorry i was born in 1992 internets i don't i don't know if first of all welcome back to another episode uh-huh, uh-huh. i don't know if um you did those bars before but they were still fire. So if we did refurbish them <laughs> and bring them back again, if, they, if I did refurbish them, internets, I'm on my Kanye shit. Remember when he ran through everybody's show talking about he got Miracle Whip? Here y'all go. Uh, well, hit it. Listen, there it Until goes. Until the album comes, y'all going to get the same songs because shit must be easy. Y'all got to pay for that. Listen, when is this uh, mixtape going to be coming out? Uh, so, and since I am a Knowles, mm-hmm. I'm just going to drop it. Like, I can't give y'all no date. Just okay. stay tuned. Okay, okay. Shit Must Be Easy, Volume 1, coming out by Miss Lissa Knows. I'm going to executive, executive produce it. Dallas Penn is going to... I like you going to executive produce it and you asking when's it happening. Well, th- that's what happens. With, you know, you that's don't know. executive producer. Yeah, and you can't... Listen, with Miss Lissa, she's not going to tell you. You understand? You don't know this shit. And you're not executive producing. Then what the fuck am I doing? You're just fucking sitting here. Okay, no problem. Fuck Dallas you. Penn's in the building. He's going to do a couple of interludes. Dallas it's P- actually going to be executive produced by Ted Smooth. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll do the ad-libs, okay? Yeah, a couple of ad-libs over the sh- here. I'm like, shut over the fuck up. Yeah, I need that. I wanted you to do like an intro. Because the whole thing with shit must be easy is that it's not easy. Like, when you do something seamlessly, it looks easy. And everybody thinks they could do it. It's, I make things look easy. So, mm, that's mm. what it is. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, this person we're going to bring on to the show, um, you know, I, I like I like the dude's journey. Um, it's funny how, like, you you see somebody from another place, right? Flint, Michigan, right? I grew up in Brooklyn. But you relate to so much stuff that they have been through. You know, sometimes you become a product of your neighborhood. But then you also learn how to, you know, make it out or and, and really just, you know, turn turn the table. Right. Now, I'm probably not going to say your name right, okay? Try. But we're going to get it together. Internets, we're going to let you tell a little bit about who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, man, I got to get his name wrong. Jaquavis Coleman? Perfect. Okay, okay. Perfect. Help me say it better. Jaquavis? Is it Jaquavis? It is Jaquavis. Okay. I know you say Quavo, but if I say Quavo, they're like, oh, shit, Migos is there? You know? Hell no. But listen. We got uh, people that actually read in the building today and write. And he's from Flint? 
Yeah, I born and raised. I should have known when you was drinking that water. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy to see the clean water. Don't do that to him. No, 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 no disrespect. I've, I've been, I've been riding for Flint though. Yeah. For a minute, man. I can't wait. I can't wait for Flint to to get done right. Bless. Let me ask you something Bless right us. off the bat. I right off. You. Right off the bat. You uh-huh. know something with everything that's going on with Flint. Yeah. And. You know, I know that they plan to fix it, but it's like over like a ten-year period or something like that, right? Didn't they like pass something, right? It's a long time. It, is, is this it's because is this because it, you know is Flint is Flint in a poverty uh, area? Is that is that everything in Flint, or there's rich places in Flint? Nah, nah, everything is um, underneath the poverty line. Mm-hmm. But um, this problem, it isn't a um, fix quick thing, right? We have to literally. Replace every pipe yeah. under every house Damn. in the entire city. So imagine that. That's a lot of work, right? Mm. That's what we got to do, but we're going to do it. It's going to take a while. The reason why I say that for is because I feel like sometimes, I'll give example out in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, uh, I was out there and uh, I passed by this, which I never even knew, Villanova. Yeah, and Billy. And, and uh, fucking $20 million homes. Yeah. And... The, the the streets was paved so well. Like when I drove, I was like, "Damn, this shit is beautiful." And then I went into another area, and I was uh-huh. like, "Ding ding 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 ding." And I was like, "Yo, yeah. is it like that because everyone's rich there? Like, and they wouldn't allow a pothole to be there." Yeah. And right. I don't know. And I, I'm just that's why I'm just asking: is yeah. is Flint not, you know, um, where it should, like if that was Villanova, if Flint was Villanova, would it be fixed already? Yeah, yeah. it would. It was. It, it's definitely a money thing. Jaquavis, be, be honest now, yeah. because Detroit, Detroit's got some rich, some wealthy stretches. Absolutely. Like, like Detroit's got that island that they basically they 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 won't even let you cross the bridge. Yeah. If they think you ain't got enough money. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, they won't even let yeah. you cross the bridge. This. So I mean, Flint, yeah. Premium Pete, Flint is a town that in the 50s and the 60s. When the auto industry was, it was boom, man. It was a boom town. Absolutely. So it was a it was a boom town, and I mean, for working class people, because this this country now, right now, working class people, yeah, nah. they don't have too much light. There's nah. not too much light for them. No. Unless you make a missile yeah. somewhere, or making yeah. maybe make some plane somewhere. Yeah. You know, but otherwise, I mean, what what do working class people do in this country now? Yeah. Well, everything went overseas, and Flint kind of had its fall when GM kind of closed down. We sent all the jobs overseas. So the economy crushed at a rapid play, at a rapid pace. But um, <clears throat> I talk low, my fault. Yeah, that's all good. You know, I don't really talk. You R and B singer on low. Nah, nah, I'm just small. But um, we just <laughs> um Detroit player. Nah, I mean like Flint, like we don't really have that divide. You know how like you go to a city, you say, yo, this where the the Jewish people live. This where the blacks. Okay. Where okay. the whites. We all together, man. Mm-hmm. We respect real. Mm-hmm. We respect loyalty. That's why when people come to the city, they feel like they're at home. Even mm-hmm. though we at the bottom, mm-hmm. we got that love. It ain't no dividing in us. I got some white... Oh, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. okay, okay. No, nah, I know some white boys that'll knock your block off. Mm-hmm. As well as some people that look like me mm-hmm. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's what my city about. You, you know, do you still live in Flint? Chicks in Flint that will knock you off. Yeah. Well, yeah, they'll I, set I you up. The they do all that. I tell someone Pete loves <laughs> to steal my story. Yeah, all right, let me hear it. Which one? Right. I'm in I'm in Cancun Memorial Day weekend All Star Fiesta All right. 1996. Okay. So got my pocket dug. <laughs> a chick from Flint. Yeah. All right. We give it she up, baby. Pretty, 
Yeah. She was pretty though, but when I woke up in the morning, man, I was light. <laughs> you know? Yeah, y'all New York niggas too slow for us, man. <laughs> hey, hey, we'll hey. Get you, man. She got me. She got me. It's all she good. Got me. I'm not mad though. Yeah. Not, but I was like, I was like, and I and I talked to her too. But, and she told me she was from Flint. And I yeah. should have known better. <laughs> she just taught you a lesson. Now you got to stay on point. You know what I'm saying? You just got to stay on point. Where, Look at where, it as a lesson. Where were you when you just found out about, you know, Flint and, and the waterway? How, who like who yeah. found out, like, first? Like Yeah, you know? well, you know what, man? We I'm from there. My mama lived there. My mm. aunts. My they still sister. live there? Yeah. It's like um, we've been new. Y'all found out maybe three years ago. But we've been going through this for the last six years, maybe. You know, lead in our water. Can't really keep that a secret when little girl's hair falling out at a rapid pace. You're like, oh, yo, yo, baby girl, why your hair look like that? Well, you know the water. So at that point, we wasn't really educated enough to know that the lead was causing that. Test scores began to drop at a rapid pace. So we always knew. Some scientists, I don't want to misquote her name, but she kind of brought it to light. This is why this is happening. And um, we had to come to the harsh reality that we've been drinking lead for years. Damn. Yeah, so. Do you have anything that you feel like um, yeah. was a re- re- result to you? Like, do you have any, like, ailments or? No, not well, not me personally, because I'm grown, and it really affects um, children because... During their um, sponge years and right. developmental, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've been moved out of Flint, like, but I have family there. So you know, we always knew drink bottled water, boil your water. But, you know, uh, I remember you saying yeah. that uh, your mother was taking showers with bottled water. Yeah, well, not taking showers with it, but yeah, bathe with it. You know, we um, you know, boil your water, throw it in the tub. Mm. Um, well, I don't know. I thought maybe somebody just holding a bottle over her. She, <laughs> no, know. nah, man. Come on, G. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. nah. But um, it just some. It's like everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I remember I don't know how many years ago, a politician got on TV. A motherfucker knew it was lead in the water. You hear me? He drunk the water. Like, Everything's fine. If it wasn't, I wouldn't do it. Grab the water. Drunk it on national TV. Well, local TV at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. So, think about a. Uh, Young, uneducated mother seeing their governor drink the water. All right, he says Gucci is Gucci. We gonna drink mm-hmm. it. Right. Now we went another year drinking the same shit. And you, you know he had a separate cup. Yeah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. They gave him that you McDonald's know? cup, the yeah. fake water. Yeah, I hate to talk about this shit because you know my people still there. Yeah. You yeah. understand? Like my my niece's hair just now growing back. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Little girls, I know. Your hair is not everything. For a boy, it ain't shit. You get a boy hair, you get a fade, it's done. But a girl that have a patch in their hair, you got to understand the scrutiny they go through. Because they, um, they base they, their self-worth off of how long their hair is or how pretty their hair sure. is. You know, and half your shit off, shit is like... Does your family want to move out? Yeah, well, I take care of all my family. No, I, so, I don't doubt that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a way of life. Right. It ain't like... Shit ain't all bad, but it ain't all good either. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people just not going to move. Like, you guys have relatives that's yeah, from sure. a place. They won't move out of Brooklyn. Yeah, they're like, man, fuck yeah. it. I'm, I'm Brooklyn for life. Yeah. Right. It don't matter what. It, they got a hurricane got to take me out this month. And that's how it is in Flint. Yeah, and, you know, and not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. you say Flint, and you talk about the hood and, and, yeah. and, and, and growing up young and, and, and pushing stuff. And we'll get yeah. to that, you know. But, okay. you know, it's crazy, too. Like, a lot of neighborhoods that we live in, 
everyone wants to stay there just to show they're real. Yeah. To me, I always thought that the idea was to get up out of there. But that's, yeah. but that's just real. But I mean, to tell you the truth, where are you going to go? Where are some folks going to go? Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is this. If, especially from a kid, if you're young, right? Yeah. And you're pushing, you're selling drugs, just say. Uh-huh. The idea would be to sell enough drugs and then stop so you could open up a business. But nobody stops. Yeah. You understand? So the point, another point I'll make to you is the idea is to make enough money to get the fuck up out of where you live in to put but, yourself in a better right. But we most never do it. Yeah, but they just think of the ideology of a hustler, right? So you say, um, like my OGs, right, started hustling when they 15, mm-hmm. right? So they get enough paper, they get a front where they say, I can buy a house. I got a, I got a 30-year mortgage, but I'm going to knock it down in 15 years. Mm-hmm. So you hustling 15 years or doing whatever for 15 years, 35, you own this house. The logical thing is to move. But now you got a business that you opened up while you was hustling. You got a house that you paid for. And you spent your last 15 years hustling to get this house. It's not that easy to get up and leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple kids. You might got two baby mamas. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, I got to move, but I want my babies to move with me. You got to move your baby mama. You got to move your other baby mama. It's like a trap. That's why they call it a trap. I come from the bottom. I'm going to tell you the real. Mm-hmm. They're going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you that shit. It's like a whirlwind. Everybody want to get out. You want to move to Miami, get fat, right? That's the dream. But once you start living life, life comes at you fast. It comes at you very fast. And you can't move. You got a baby right here. You got a baby right there. And if you a good father like me, I ain't going to leave my babies. My babies ain't going to never be um, more than 30 miles away from me until mm-hmm. I die. Mm-hmm. You hear me? So I know it's other real niggas that think like me. So it's it's easy to get trapped in that. And you paying on the house, you don't got to pay no more rent for the rest of your life. You said, but you want to start over and pay a mortgage or right. rent, you know? Now, now, just to reintroduce people who are listening, yeah. you know, uh, it's not like they just tuned in now, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but I always love to reintroduce somebody, you know, shout right. out to Hope. Um, you know, you're an author, right? Absolutely. Also an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What are some of the other things that, you know, you could tell the people what um, your craziest comment is? Okay. Well, I'm a New York Times bestselling author. Mm-hmm. How many times? Ooh, seven or eight. Mm. But I, Yeah, but I wrote... 45 books along with my wife. Mm-hmm. God damn. And what's your wife's name? Um, Ashley Antoinette. Mm. My heart. Mm. I dream about her in colors that don't exist. Come on that's now with this friend. love talk. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's just my yes. dog. Yes, yes, yeah. and yes. Yeah, that's my woman. <laughs> and um, I'm a, I'm an executive producer at Warner Brothers. I'm a executive producer at NBC. And, uh, and you've executive produced things that have actually come out. No, it's coming. I just got this deal maybe six months ago. Okay. I got both of them in the executive same week. Executive producing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> coming out. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Hey. Executive producing. I'm learning. I, I, first of all, out. this guy said yeah. NBC. And Universal, not Universal. shit must be easy. Yeah, uh, mixtape. Don't, don't I'm try sorry. to discredit my yeah, shit because yeah, you don't have the information. I'm sorry. I'm don't sorry. not the problem. Okay, you, you know <laughs> I'm doing some shit with NBC too. Okay, shit. <laughs> I see niggas be cuffing. Hello, yeah, <laughs> <at> NBC. <laughs> I like her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, I tell you, it's it's beautiful to have people involved, um, you know, like all of us here uh, yeah. that have some type of comedy uh, spin on it because yeah. talking about that Flint shit really uh, made me feel um, 
I did get a little sad. A certain like, way for a second. So I'm glad we're I hate able. talking about it. No, I know, but it must be I talked hate, about. Yeah, I hate you talking. know what I mean? Like, My yeah. voice get the crack. It and did. I get... and that's why I was choking up for you. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, man. I like, love Flint. How do you, yeah. how do you, okay, you wrote all these books. Yeah. Is it because you grew up in a place like Flint where you've yeah, seen man. so much shit and, and, and it just made you want to write? Yeah, listen, Pete, man. I, I grew up in the, in the hood like everybody else, right? And um, I used to go through shit, bad shit, lights cut off, roaches, rats. Mama crackhead, mm. daddy doing drugs. Having um, I used to have to. One day I wear my pants creased. One day I iron out the crease. One day I cuff them, hoping nobody don't talk about me. Right, right. right. You like know what I'm saying? On your Mark yeah. Simpson shit. Absolutely. So, like, I used to get mad at that shit. I used to ask God, like, man, why all this shit happening to me, man? I'm bummy, man. My 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 mama got to cut my hair because we don't we don't get. Ten dollar hair, cause that's ten dollars that can go in the pot. But as I got older, I understood that he was just giving me the stories. Right. And people ask me how you write so many stories, cause I live fifty lives. I did all that shit, and I'm just thankful for it. How hard was it growing up with your mother being, you know, addicted to drugs? I know you say yeah. crackhead, and 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 you talk yeah. about full blown, like yeah. Was... No, I love my mom to death. Sure, I'm sure. And I take care of her to this day. It's my baby. You know, I, I never want to kick her back in, but it is what it is. She was smoking dope all my life. Even though she was a crack fiend mama, she always was yeah. a black queen. That's why Tupac is mama. always my favorite okay. rapper. What did what did <laughs> come on? Yeah. What did that teach you as like a young age? Going well, it just like it, it just grew me up a little bit quicker. You mm. know what I'm saying? It kind of it taught me to be a man earlier than what I was supposed to did. That's why I hated my childhood because I ain't have one. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I hated it because it wasn't there. You know why? You got kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to give that to them. Absolutely. And I never stumble. Yeah. I work so hard. I'm going to retire when I'm 40. Yeah. And not because I'm um, just saying it because I'm going to work so hard. Right? Because, listen, people, they say life is short. But life is long. Mm. You got to live that motherfucker, right? And um, I'm not scared to die. It's two deaths, right? I'm scared of that second one when somebody says your name for the last time. So I know if I want to live forever like that, I have to do incredible shit while I'm living. Right. So I'm going to work hard as I can, and I'm going to grind. And 40, I'm going to relax, and I'm going to spend it with my family, and we're going we gonna to do everything. So that's What's my your goal. writing process? Yeah. Um, like, I write fairly quickly. I actually take more time thinking about the plot than actually writing it. Right. You know, because my wife is a writer as well, so... When you met her, was she a writer? Or did you, like, kind of encourage that? No, we um we met at a very young age. She was my girlfriend at 15. Oh. Yeah. And, um, so um, she was there for you when you were pushing? Absolutely. Mm. She, she got on the stove with me and everything. Mm. Paper so, towel. Bounty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dropping the ice in it. Yeah. Making it. So okay, okay. Let's not, let's not, let's not yeah. tell everyone all the, the yeah. details. I don't know the recipe. So you said ice, paper towels, down. Nah. Hello. Nah, it just, you know. Salt, loaves, that song. Yo, like. Now you're writing process. Yeah, you like, like I'm talking to the listeners, but I'm whispering to the hustlers. Of course. So, so they know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, and my wife, like, people don't understand, like, cooking dope is a science. It's a science project. And, like, say, Pete, you on the stove, I'm on the stove. Your shit might come back better. We sure. got the same amount. We came off the same bag. But if your cadence different, mm. your shit will come back better. Mm. The way you work your wrist, 
the timing, you dropping the ice. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. look at the she, flick of the wrist. <laughs> so she just had, for some reason, man, her shit came back butter every time. You know, I tried to do the microwave thing. I couldn't fuck with yeah. her, so that was her job. Now, it's crazy because when you get a girl hooked mm-hmm. onto the fast lifestyle, yeah, it's so amazing for you to take that into a, a legit lifestyle yeah. and how to... Because, you know, you have to sacrifice a couple of things in the beginning, at least. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. To, to, to do a positive lifestyle yeah. and do shit for real. But get back to your writing process. Mm-hmm. More importantly, let us know and let the internet know. Okay. Because I'm clueless, and I think this is a world we live in where more people are doing... More, like, a lot of people are writing books now. Yeah. Uh, more than ever. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, people are like, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. How do you... Speak about your writing process, but yeah. more importantly, people, how do you get a book published or distributed? Like, how does that well, even work? Um, I, I haven't, I have an incredible story, but me getting published isn't one of them. I just really, we sent our book in, four people called back. That's you it. You kind of like just shop it to different yeah, publishing yeah. houses and right. then whoever bites. Yeah, we went to the bookstore, we flipped the book around. And back in the day, I don't know if they do it now, but they used to have the like address, house and, the phone number. Yeah. yeah, so we called those numbers. We sent um, our book to the address. We just did it the old school way. And I always tell people, if you're good, they'll come to you. Right. We just put our all into the work, and they came. So I don't really got no incredible story about getting signed. We just um, put our all into that. Was that it your first book that got um, picked up, or was it like... How many books did it take for you to get picked up? Yeah, our first book got picked up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We never been. And what was the name of that book? Dirty Money. Dirty Money. Dirty Money. Our first now, book. Now, now, a lot of books you wrote, like, you know, yeah. um, name some of the most popular ones. Wow. Um, the Cartel. The Cartel, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Supreme Clientele. Dirty Yo, that's Money. a lot. In, you know, in jail, yeah. those books live. Uh, I know. Let me tell you something. You ever heard? <laughs> I, I know you didn't write this one, but yeah. I don't know if you remember because, like, you ever heard of, it's called Grimy or something like that? Grimy. It was a book called Grimy. Yeah, I think I remember Grimy. They, they, so there yeah. was these books, um, you know, made. Triple Crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And, and they were made like, and, and like, yo, everybody in jail loved those types of books. Yeah. It had the stories mm-hmm. of, of you know, a hustler and, and his lady or, yeah. or just like a hustler's fall, a hustler's rise. Um, but more importantly. I, I, hate, I hate to use the term hustler. Yeah. I like to use the term pusher. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Peddler. Peddler sounds I'm, like I'm the oldest guy in the room. And growing <laughs> up in the city, if you was a hustler, shyster, right? Well, yeah. you know, the hustler was like yeah. the young boys that didn't have no facial hair. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. No facial. <laughs> yeah. Get picked up and you know. Yeah. Well, got put, elevated. Put baby powder on old old men's nuts. No, no, no. That that but was the pusher and the peddler. Yeah. Those are the cats. Okay, they were making a move. You know, speaking about pushing, mm-hmm. speaking about pushing and peddling. Yeah. You um, now do you have with, with uh, YMCMB? Yeah. Right. Is so what is is I didn't even know that that uh, yeah. Burman and Slim have a book uh, company. Or? Yeah, they did. It's over now, but um. So what was it called? YMCMB. Yeah, it was uh, called Cash Money Content. Okay. And you know what, man? I want to say this: like a lot of people give Birdman a bad rep. So I want to use this opportunity to tell you that me and me and homie did good business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We was um, I remember they had a party out in L.A. and we was young. I think I was like, I was young. So me and my wife, we like, yo, we gonna go to that party. We already signed, but we went into the party and um, I saw a Slim Birdman. We was in VIP, too young to be in the club, and um, they signed us, and I, 
I hear Slim. I'm like, man, hey, man, you might not know who I am. He's like, man, stop it. I read one, two, three. I love your book. Actually, come over here with us. Boom. How you get out here, man? I said, yo, we paid to get out here. Yo, talk to the assistant, man. We're going to pay for all that. Mm. What y'all trying to do? I'm like, well, you know, the cartel buzzing, man. We want to do a movie. I, we sitting, we building. This slim, all right? By the time I got home, I had an email from my agent said, Slim wanted to option the, the movie. So to me, that's real. Yeah. Off of a conversation, he could have played me off like a little Hollywood nigga. Talk. Yeah. The shit. Yeah, but he was on some real shit. Like, because I know they get a lot of flack, and I ain't got nothing to do with none of the other shit. Right. But as far as my relationship with Baby and Slim, man, they kept it a buck with me, and they paid me. Swell. Mm-hmm. We did three mm-hmm. books over there Murderville, one, two, and three. They did very well. You know, our business ended. But you know, I can call I can call Stunner right now. He gonna pick up nephew. Mm. That's my guy, man. I hate when they I hate when they uh talk shit about homie because he's solid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well that's good to hear that, you know, because that was what I was gonna ask you, like, you know, yeah. with people saying that, you know, they take too much or, or, or you know, basically But Pete, it's like the streets, right? You pay who you gotta pay. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? If I get a bag from a square nigga, that's my bag now. Mm. Nigga, I see you in the street. So me just I don't want to speak on nobody else's business, but just being black and white, mm. yo, you pay who you got to pay. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas you don't play with. You know, you getting into a game and your paperwork ain't right. That's your fault. Right. Mm-hmm. Our paperwork was legit. Yeah. Birdman said he going to pay me on XYZ. He paid me on XYZ. My nigga. Mm. Now, the other people, they get, uh, like, their eyes get googly. They get around Birdman. Number one stunner. You know what I'm saying? Paperwork might not be right. And it's, you know, when it's time to get paid, your shit ain't right. He don't owe you. You pay who you got to pay. Mm. What would what, you uh, take from Birdman? Anything that, you know, Nothing, helped man. you? My, my old heads taught me, man. I was mm. a grown man when I met Birdman. Mm. So I just respect him as a man. He did me right. And I wouldn't even speak on it, but it's just he gets so much bad. I said, let me get this opportunity to, like to spread positivity. Sure, sure. No, I respect that. did good that. by me. You know, I, was I respect that. And that's yeah. good to hear because, you know, I think that people put one thing on you and try to make it everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, uh, that's good to hear. Now, you got a book deal with, uh, uh, what's that book company called? Simon uh, Schuster? Well I, well, I had a book deal with Simon and Schuster. They division called Atria. But now I'm signed with St. Martin's Press. Mm, good job. Yeah, man, just just had a book that came out. It came out last week called "The Streets Have No King," mm-hmm. based on my life. Now, how many um, books are you putting out? Like you put them out once, one a week. Like you no, doing like about, a podcast of books? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do like, like I said, my wife writes, I write, we write together. So we drop about four books a year, once every three months, mm-hmm. and we've been. Y'all, y'all share editing process because I mean, mm. writing is one thing, but then 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 there's the editing process. Yeah. Well, we we got we have editors for that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We come up like our, our our creative process, right? Me and my wife, our life is based around storylines and plots. So we go to the grocery store, we talk about plots. We go on vacation, we talk about murders, deception. When we get home, we put it on the whiteboard. Like chapter one, this is gonna happen, chapter two, this is gonna happen, chapter three, right? We do the whole the whole story. Now we go to the board and we reenact the draft. You know, my wife liked to write about sex. So she said, yo, I got chapter 11. 
I want to write about the nigga getting murked. So, boom, I got chapter seven. Okay. And we do that all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying? Now, and we always on point because it's an outline right there showing it. Right. You know? paint, paint the picture for the people, uh, you know, who are listening. Um, like, now that you're successful, yeah. are you doing this in an, in an environment that allows you to be more creative? Yo, Pete, it's, it's beautiful because I get to write everywhere I go. Mm. Me and my wife take a trip once a month. Right. It might only be a train ride to Chicago, which is like three hours away. Mm-hmm. Or we might go to the Bahamas. But we can bring our work with us and we can pay for it. So we write, we have fun, we live. And we came from the life where we couldn't really relax. But this is like, it's heaven on earth because I'm with my best friend. Right? I love I'm making this. money. Yo, it's crazy because yeah. even this. even yeah. the New York Times magazine, they named yeah. you the what? The most the successful uh, literary couple? In America. How do you say that? Lit- well, man, I'm such a bad pronouncer. Literary? Yeah. Literary. yeah. Literary. How did that happen? The most successful yeah. literary couple in yeah. America? Yeah, they did. They named us that, and it just was an honor. Um, we never really chased um, accolades or news coverage. We just work. Right. And they came to us. Just like everything else, we just work. That's why business books sell so good, because people want to know the secret. What's the secret sauce? Mm. How you sell a million, so-and-so. How you be successful. It ain't no secret. You just work hard. Right. And you always know, like, you know how hard you can go, right? You know if you cheat yourself or not. Me and my wife don't cheat each other. We just go hard, because we know what we chasing. We not chasing this life. We chasing eternity. Mm. We want to be the best writers ever, ever. I sleep with the best writer of all time, and my mm. wife does the same every night. Mm. Mm. Motivation. That, that, do you ever get writer's block? Um. Yeah, I do. I do. But the great thing about me not having another job, I can just switch scenarios. Okay. And um, you know, if I if I'm stuck on this book, I just go to another book. You know, if I'm in a dark place, I write about a dark character. Right. Now that you're, yeah, go ahead. now that you're starting to branch off into like television and mm-hmm. doing more like production stuff, which do you um, enjoy more? Um, you know what? It all stems from creativity, right? So it's not really a a, a switch. It's like I'm still doing the same thing I love. Um, I always would love books more, but I think I'm enjoying this uh, right. Hollywood because, you know, now okay, we're working on something I can't really speak about. I tell y'all that. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do, off the record. But it's like. You'd be like, yo, Denzel should play him or Tyrese should play him. Right. Or, you know, that's the fun part. That's the only perk I see with Hollywood. You can actually see the shit move. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about it. You know, and we coming into the game as executives. So we didn't have to right. go in nobody's right. writing room. Exactly, exactly. Right. You yeah. know, so. Give your content away to someone else's name. Yeah, yeah. We just coming in just, you know, and our agent is phenomenal. He, he won't... He won't accept no job that doesn't. Who's your agent? Um, Kyle Loft is an APA. Okay. Yeah, I'm signed with APA and UTA. Okay. I have the I, best. I have the best publisher in the country at UTA. Kevin Hart, uh, um, DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey, Kanye. He did all their books too. Mm. So, Mark Jill. He's hey, a, listen, you're you're in good hands. You know, um, for people who don't know, when you mm-hmm. talk about writing a book and you said like she actually, if you ever get writer's block, yeah. How do you like not to give all your sauce away, yeah. as you say, but that's all I, good. How do you write a book? Are you doing it on a laptop? Yeah. Like, are you writing like a note and pencil and paper? Like, well, h- how do you put together that shit? To to produce at this pace, you can't have a set way you write. Mm-hmm. If it ain't no laptop around, 
I write on a piece of paper. Or your iPhone. If, if I'm driving, I push record on my phone. Mm. If I'm sitting at my desk, I'm going to type it away. So it's just uh, just like a gumbo of everything. You're just a machine. How many yeah. words you type in a minute? Um, I don't know, man. I'm a bad typer, man, but I go. I ain't going <laughs> to quit. I type with two fingers, right? People Yo, don't understand me too. that. Yo, my nigga. We me too. Like that, I'm and they here with it. I see all yeah. I'll be like, ah. I be, I be so embarrassed to do it in front of people and About shit. I'm like, speaking, my nigga. Yeah. I got you. My what, nigga. What, 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 Get, so, get the beat. Jaquari, put the thumb into the action. So yeah. I type two fingers. Wait, no, I, I fuck with the thumb, That's for the too. It's a baseball. Yeah. It's a baseball. Yeah. Yo, I'm so embarrassed. I should have never said no, you that. Took, come on, it's a whole bunch of us. Well, it's yeah. all good. I type with the L's. You just, you know, thumb and finger. Type with L's, but don't take no L's. Come on My now. There you come go. on. There you go. What is your advice to uh -huh. somebody? And I'll use myself for an example. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like I've been through so much in life that I could write a book. Yeah. I don't know about what. But I could write a book. Yeah. Right. But I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah. The reason why what things that hold me back, yeah. you know, I don't. I'm the worst speller, punctuation. No. Like, what do you, no. what do you, what do you say? I, Go ahead. No, I listen to you, man. I, I know a little bit of your story because I'm a fan of the show. Mm. I think you got a phenomenal story, and I'm, I'm gonna teach you how to write a book. I'm gonna show you how to write a book, mm. right? All right. So if a motherfucker come to you and say, Pete, man, I want, I want you to build this house, man. You like, nigga, I don't know how to build a house, but you, you can. Too? No, 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 not even YouTube, baby. You can you can place this brick, right? And place that brick as perfectly as you can on Monday. Mm. Then on Tuesday, you take another brick and you place that motherfucker as perfectly as you can. You do that shit for two years, you have a house. Mm. That's how you write a book. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You tell a nigga, yo, write a book. Thinking about it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. But you just got a little bit every day and be persistent mm. and put your heart into it. You would do it. How do you feel about, like, reality TV stars yeah. or podcasters, musicians, yeah. becoming authors? Like, You know what? My my wife, she got a podcast. It's called The Bitch Code, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not trying to plug. That's my no, no, cool. No, cool. yeah. no, I'm yeah. laughing the way yeah. it says The Bitch Code. Yeah, it's what, The what Bitch it's Code. About? It's, um, they just be talking shit, man. It's like the drink champs with females. Okay, okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But um, she just interviewed Dr. Miami two days really? ago. Yeah, and he's a reality star. Yeah. But his story, when she kind of broke down his story, it made for a good, you know. If you got a story, tell it because it's an audience for everybody. Right. Me personally, I don't really fuck with the reality thing, but I'm not going to say um, a person's story wouldn't be official. But a lot of those people that do those um, books, they have like a ghostwriter. Yeah. Do you respect yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody's not a writer. Right. So it's cool, you know. I don't see nothing wrong with it. You, I don't do you've it. You've done that, right? You, oh, you, absolutely. You've been a ghostwriter, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, mm. Shit, I, I might have ghostwritten just as many books as I wrote. Mm. So, yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. Everybody's not a writer. It's okay. If you want your voice to be heard, you know. How how does that work? Like, do you get credit or is it like... It's like, optional. Like real, okay. It's optional, okay. you know. It's optional. You know, do, do you worry about when you're, when you're doing a project that's not with your name on it or someone else? That, that your voice, that mm. your internal voice mm. dominates and then becomes... Are you worried about your voice being no. similar to your projects? No, because I, me, the plots, like your DNA is in your writing. Mm -hmm. And when you ghostwriting for somebody, it's their story. You just being the conduit and you writing for them. Mm -hmm. With our shit, we got that special sauce. So I never, I would never get like... I would. 
Some people ask me, do you feel a type of way if this book is successful and your name is not on it? I don't care because I wish the best for everybody. I know how it feels to lose. Mm. So I never um, hate on the win. You know what I'm saying? Write your story, man. Write it. And I wouldn't feel no type of way, man. You wrote a lot of books. Absolutely. Right. You also ghost wrote a lot of books. Yeah. But to someone who's just writing one book or two books, like yeah. how did, how did, is, is the money really there for books? Because um, I feel like... I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like uh, how much money could really be made off of books? Um, Not saying your type of books only. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's a, hmm, me and my wife do very, very well. We're, we're blessed, you know? Yeah. I don't want to say you, you got a Bentley? You got a Bentley? Nah, nah. Okay, Come okay. On. We ain't okay. going to talk about okay. all that. Okay, no I just, you know, we're blessed, okay. right? And... Even in a rap game, you have people that's at the top, mm-hmm. and then you have people at, that's at the bottom. That's like in any genre. You're going to have the cream of the crop, and you're going to have the starving artists, and that's the way it is. You know, So I can't say if you're going to make a lot of money because I don't know. I just know what we do. Do you feel like print is dying, like with everybody using those like Kindle things? And like um, and also audio. Yeah. yeah like, just adapt. Right. Just adapt. That's it. Like um, our, our books sell um, on Kindle. Um, on Audible, we just did a deal with Audible. Actually, first of its kind. First of its kind. It's so Tell phenomenal. Tell people about this. I don't know if I can really talk about it, but um, we're doing this um, project, a three book series with Audible, and only other people got the deal is us, Kevin Hart and Mariah Carey. That's the exclusive deal. Yeah, exclusive. Audio, no book, and um, I, I can't say anything about it, but it's new, innovative, and we found a way to change with the times. So I, I feel like I, I could imagine these stories being kind of like serialized radio dramas that people had yeah. back in the in the 40s. Yeah. And different voices like like will will your voice be be heard or will will you will you bring another voice yeah. to read from your reading? Yeah, I, I ain't got the best voice, so we we definitely going to hire voice actors mm-hmm. and you, you got know, a good one when you speak voice. the hell up. Oh, I you do. Got you got yeah. to be a, it's good. You got to be a smooth pimp on one of them books. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, know. if you need the Italian <laughs> gangster, you let me know. I'm going to fuck with I you. Can, I'm going to fuck with like you for real. You need like a baby real. mama yeah. or somebody Spanish. I could do that voice too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. you know, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> you can roll your ass? Yeah. <laughs> Mookie, uh-uh, Mookie, don't be over here bringing no pizzas. Rose Perez. Listen, so with that audio deal, you know, um... The first of its kind. Is that something? It was major. Is that something that they approach you or you approach them? No, they came to us. I mean, I have to give it up to my agent. I have a phenomenal agent. And like I said, we share the same, me and Kevin Hart share the same agent. So I guess when they were doing the deal over there, they wanted to move into the um, fiction. And at the end of the day, in America, black fiction, me and my wife are the best. Right. Mm-hmm. So they started with us. You've done really, really well, especially in like the urban demographic. But yeah. a lot of people feel like in order to really have true success, you have to cross over. Do you feel nah. like that? No, I, I am because I want to. Right. But no, like I've seen my life change because of writing street shit. Right. You know, so I'm like, I'm so proud of it. I, I said into my face is blue. I love being from the gutter, you know, because all of those bad moments I went through, all the shit I saw. I could write about it from a real place. Like Pete, right? You you was locked up, right? Mm-hmm. So when you 
in those jail cells for doing this crime and you read a book that it's not really about it they they got bricks going for 80 bands mm. they you know what i'm saying doing shit that's not believable that's not real writing what we do we bring that authentic shit that's why the people fuck with us yeah you know what I'm saying? i'd never be ashamed of that Bro, and, people, and we get money doing it people love let me tell you something that's one thing i i i i'm I love. Can you believe Bricks is is going for seventeen point five? No, no, no Amigo Same said that. I mean, I no, that's a different story. That's a different too. story. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah. you know, one thing in in prison, Bricks can't be going for no seventeen point five. Yeah, no, not, in, maybe it maybe depends you have, where you yeah. at. Yeah, depends where you at. Really, it's yeah. got to be cut if it's seventeen. Now, now you can get a brick for ten. Well, let me not talk. This old shit. I'm talking about shit. Fifteen years ago. No, no, I'm thirty two, so it ain't eighty nine. I was five, but hey, listen, you young and blessed. But but listen. But it, I mean, like people got to understand when you talking that brick talk, right? Like it goes to somebody, somebody getting it for ten, yeah. then they bring it upstate, sure. they give it to you for fourteen, fourteen, then boom, then, then they re- seventeen, boom, then you put it in the streets for twenty two, then that nigga flooded thirty a pop, consignment thirty. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the plug, what is the plug getting a brick for? Yeah. I mean, these days I don't even know, and to be honest with you, I don't even plug. care to know. Yeah. But I will say this: yeah. uh, li- literature in jail. Mm-hmm. Is important. Yeah, and, and I'm explaining to you why the law library. Mm. Um, not only not only just to knowledge yourself about you know um, there's people who beat cases by going to the law library. Absolutely, people who lawyered themselves and gained enough knowledge and information. And I love you know those type of people about. that have done that. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I'll never forget when I was in the box, there was a, a, a um, you know, a book, a book. Uh, it was on wheels. You know, uh, I guess a bookcase on wheels, yeah. and a they would come card. by twice a week, mm-hmm. and I would grab the biggest book possible. You know, I was reading books at a speed limit because yeah. I was so, I was so bored in there. You know, in the box, yeah. it's like you don't know if it's day or night, and it got me addicted to reading. And mm-hmm. I read so many books to keep my mind sane yeah. because I was losing my mind. Wow. I mean, I was yeah. finding, and 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 then if the if the book had any type of pleasure in it, then you know I would pleasure myself. But no, no, no. But 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 what I <laughs> you never reading Danielle Steele novels, Danielle hot rubbing it's his nipples. Imp- no, no, it's don't know if it's day or night. <laughs> Listen, I want to say I, I want to say this with with jail, and and sometimes. I, he was playing with the Hardy Boys. Yo. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> he was Babysitter's Club. Mm. It's important. Mm. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> goosebumps man. giving him goosebumps. Uh. Y'all crazy. Said, We're reading Level of the Day. You said, fourth grade, give it to me now. <laughs> Listen to read me. This real Listen, fast. it's important for these people to have. Well, let me tell you, this is a problem that I think people perceive people. You get locked up. Yeah. Whatever you did, you did something wrong. Okay? I'm not talking about crazy triple quadruple homicides. Right. I'm a, I'm talking about people who made a mistake, right? And how the system is is made to hold hold them down. So read while you're in there. Right. And and and, and learn. And I tell you, I want to give a shout out to uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Uh he was out in Queens a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely. Um with a dude uh, who I believe has a program called Hundred Suits. And they were giving suits yeah, to people outside of paro- uh, parole in Queens. Mm. And you know what I love about that when I seen that shit? And it, it, it honestly made me so happy. Being somebody who fucked up. being somebody, like, Thank God for my mother. Because she bought me a suit when I came home. I couldn't afford it. Right. She bought me a suit. And, and here's the thing. I went away for pushing. Making big money. I couldn't afford shit when I came home. So you know what I'm saying? I told them people, people were out there pushing for, for, for outfit. You know, so the point I'm trying to make is when you come home, the system 
come home, stay home is very hard to ever do. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you have a record. So it's hard to get a job. So when you come home and you try to get a job, you get you get turned down. You get turned down. You get right. turned down. But more importantly, you don't even have the proper attire. Well, now I feel like it's different. Well, that social media, you better go get you some bundles, start you a little Instagram, and get it going. Okay, okay. okay. I could Nobody see that. Nobody got to know you had a I record. I could see that, but what I'm trying to say is there's no aftercare to That's put true. you back in the world no. and make you correct. You know, and I'm not saying make you like you got you do it for yourself. Right. But the point I'm trying to make is these kids don't even have no suit. So Kaepernick doing that shit with a suit now they can show up to a job interview looking fly, right. looking dapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and it means Say a lot. Say dapper again. Unless dapper. Dapper. Unless they get what? The chopper suit. I mean, look, look. Some people don't. So, some pe- some people want to stay away one forever. One of Steve Harvey collections. Chopper suit. I mean, those, nah, those, those are one of those mellow suits from back uh. in the day. But I'll be honest with you. You know, when I came home, I came home with seventeen people from New York. Mm. So, for instance, I was on a bus that came home, and who got released that day with me was seventeen people that went to New York per, per, uh, parole. Mm-hmm. 16 of them went back. I'm the only one that can't that stay wow. home. And I'm going to tell you, I've seen it in front of my eyes, meaning like they got arrested on the weekend, never told their parole officer, come in Monday, next thing you know, put the cops on them, they walked. Yep. Other people, I was in the elevator with them, they were like, yo, I'm looking for job after job, I'm going back to the block. And I was like, yo, yo try and figure it out. Yeah, fuck you, you don't give a fuck. You know? And the point I'm trying to make is there's no aftercare. I always tell people this. When I was in after school, yeah. That shit helped me to be a better person. I was learning something after school. I was playing basketball in after school. I was I was tongue kissing girls in the hallways in after school. You lying. I'm telling you I was. Now you over here getting plaque. When <laughs> they stopped doing after school in my neighborhood, that's when I feel like I, I, I just found myself in the neighborhood doing doing more and more bad things. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into that, but I do think that reading books is important, keeps your mind right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think even, you know, a lot of your books I know float around the prison system, Yeah, and that's dope. Yeah, we get love in the prison system, man. They yeah. really fuck with us because we come from that place they came from. Right. So we just write about it. And that's like, it's like a, a glimpse. They get to see their old neighborhood through mm-hmm. our words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love hey, listen, job. listen, the, the story is dope, and, I, and, and we're going to take a break right quick. Uh, get yourself, I usually say get yourself a blunt or get yourself something to eat nah, or drink. Right, nah, I'm going to say get, get yourself a book. a book. Go get a book. Go yeah. get yourself a book um, and uh, open a chapter. You fuck with bookmarks? Actual bookmarks yeah. or as a company? Bookmarks. No, like the bookmarks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. See? You got to just fold that page down. You know no, don't saying? you dare. You got to keep it in mint condition. Put a piece of I paper I love them. They songs. I yeah. love mint condition. Come on now. I'm talking about the Come fucking on now. quality of it. sing that shit. Come on. What the f- <laughs> Come on, DP. Listen, internet, we're sitting here with Jaquavius Coleman. I said it right. Jaquavius Coleman. Jaquavius. 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 We're sitting here with Jaquavis Three Coleman. Jaquavis. Okay? Yeah. New York I'm Times mad. bestseller. My Him name. and his wife are, got mad love. Okay? Did real good business with Birdman. Hello. Okay? Rub them hands. First with the Audible. Okay? Yeah. Doing things. We'll be right back, Internet. Don't go nowhere. Cheer. Yo, what's going on? This is Busy Bone. This is Crazy Bone. Bone Thugs, and you listening to who? The Premium Peach Show featuring Miss Lissa Knows. Yeah. Internet saying we're back, saying here with Jaquavis Coleman. I said it right that time. You got to give me credit for that. You the man. Okay. Now, <laughs> off air, and I said I got to say it again. Yeah. Who better to write a book, or even I know you're doing some audio, or even I know yeah. you're talking about maybe even film, yeah. to do something about Flint? Yeah, you know what? Um, I do want to do something 
um, based around Flint, which I am. But I don't feel comfortable making money off of the back of my people, mm. their pain. All donation? No, I mean, you, people think that shit funny. That shit ain't funny. My mama brushing her teeth with a water bottle, you know? I don't think they should come to the city and make no type of movie. Mm. Come and fix that shit up. True, true. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say no. I just don't. I just think that's yeah, no, no, so no, tasteless. No, that. Right. So tasteless. Yo, we, I'm telling you how Flint is. They got to pay their dues. They can't come in there just making movies like that without talking to the right people. Right. Mm. I'm telling you, man, we're going to turn. Well, let me not say that. You don't do yeah. that. We, yeah. we, we get it, You see though. what I'm saying? We get it. Yeah. You but know, like, but you're right. That's like somebody bringing a camera, a news crew to your mama's funeral. Right. Come on, you don't do that. Right. Let's let's fix this problem. Then let's right. Putting all that money into the movie, put it into the town. Yeah. Then then let's reflect. Mm. Then you can talk about the strife. Right. But you talking about it while niggas still got lead going through their veins. Yeah. Now now you, I could have been got a bag off of that. You know how many studios came to us and said, "Let's do this Flint shit." I'm good. Yeah. No, I respect that. I respect that to the fullest. Yeah. You know, uh, you received the national publishing deal. Yeah. And yeah. As a freshman in college. Yeah. How yeah. the fuck did that happen? Well, you know what? Okay, so I guess I got to tell you how me and my wife met um, and kind of lead up to the story. But mm, I've been selling dope since, since I could remember. And I guess I was around 15 at the time. This white boy... Um, I forgot how I got plugged with him. He said, I want a, I want a zip. I don't know what y'all call it, a zip ounce. in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an ounce. Yeah, yeah you got it. Yeah, he, he need a zip. So. <laughs> no, we don't got it. He's talking to the right people, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, crazy. So so he wanted a zip. So boom, I served him a, a, a zip of the software, right? So he came back. <clears throat> I need two zips. Boom. Sold him two zips. Now, at this time... I was so blinded by the money, and I'm I'm taxing this white boy too. Mm. I'm like charging him way more than what, and he told me he was snorting it. But now that I look back, it was the overplay for the underplay. He just wanted to see how much I had, mm. right? So he came back. Mm, now I need a quarter. No, no, I think he said I need four in the baby. I need four in the baby. Boom. Then he said I need a quarter. A quarter. I'm like, yo, this a nine piece. So I go to serve him. And um, you know the police chirp, right? You know the sound yeah. when the Whoop. police. Yeah, no, 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 not that, not oh, the okay. sirens. Like uh, on the little walkie-talkie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I heard the little. I'm walking to the car. I said, "Oh shit!" So I turned around. I got in my car. So I'm like, "Yo, fuck it!" I went out the parking lot. As soon as I got out the parking lot, I saw two black cars jump behind me. Boom! Mm-hmm. It was the narcs. Boom! Detox. Yeah. I'm going down the street called Clio Road. So I had this old school car. And me, man, I knew I couldn't get in the high-speed chase with the cops, man. So instantly, I swooped in the parking lot. The parking lot um, had a fence. Now, once you jump the fence, you're on the other street. So I'm thinking, like, I got a better chance on foot than in the car. So I jumped the fence, threw the nine-piece in the bush behind the house. I went to the main street. So they came, they tackled me, handcuffed me, put me on the curve. Now, the lieutenant came and said, I saw him throw something in the bush, go and shake it down. Damn. So, you know, my heart dropped. I'm like, man, fuck. Now, I'm finna go and, you know, I'm finna get locked up. He went and checked the bush. It was nothing there. So, the uh, lieutenant said, I saw him throw it. It's in that bush over there. He went and checked the bush. Mm. Nothing there. 
So me, I'm looking like, what the fuck? They going to the exact place I threw it. <sighs> they questioned me for like 30 minutes to an hour. I don't remember. Man. I was sweating bullets. They had to let me go. They ain't find nothing on me. I went home. I got a call. I'm going to leave this girl name out. But a young lady called me, and she said, yo, I got a friend who want to talk to you. Her name Ashley. She put her on the phone, and she said, yo, you don't know me, but you ran behind my house today. And um, I saw it. I scooped it up. I got it for you. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like. That's a savior. Yeah. So I hung up on her. Boom. I called the girl back. I'm like, who was that? She's like, yo, that girl Ashley. Yo, she got it. I see it. I said, all right, I'm going to pull up. I pulled up. She dropped it on my lap. Nothing gone. Listen, I fell in love with that girl at that moment. Because I'm from a place where loyalty is like, you got to earn it. Mm-hmm. And it takes years to get. But she. Earn, not give. She had an immediate. Yo, loyalty. she gave me loyalty. The first 30 seconds yeah. I saw her, she gave me loyalty. So that was my bitch, excuse my and language. My gun from the narcs yeah. and my weed by yeah. the park, what Jay said. <laughs> yeah. so, so that was like, boom. I instantly was attracted to her. And we've been rocking that since. Mm-hmm. So just to answer your question about the publishing deal, I was emancipated, right? I wrote a letter to the judge and I asked him, like, yo, I've been in foster care all my life. I can take care of myself. I got, I gave him statements. Um, like I got this much money saved in the bank account. Boom. He let me um, be on my own. So at 17, I have my own apartment. And Ashley, her living arrangement wasn't the best. So I went and I talked to her mother. I sat her down. I said, look, I know I'm only 17. Ashley is only 17. No, but I take care of her. If you let her come with me, she'll never come back. I gave her some money. She let her come stay with me. So we 17 years old, both of us, senior in high school, in this small-ass apartment, right? But that shit was the best shit to us. We 17 and me and her having fun, you know, so. Um, she fucked around, got pregnant, and um, for another seventeen-year-old, that shit kind of sad. Like, damn, we finna have a baby. We was happy. Yeah. We went to Walmart at three o'clock in the morning, like getting the unisex shit, cause we ain't know if it was a boy or a girl. But we mm-hmm. were just happy we was having a baby, cause I loved her, she loved me. We finna have a baby. I'm saying I'm gonna I'm get rich doing this. I'm gonna have a five-year plan. We all that. So <clears throat> this little ass apartment, we stacking up diapers. Unisex clothes, cribs. She had an eptopic pregnancy Aww. like three months in, so she woke up, blood was everywhere, Damn. rushed her to the hospital. So they had to do um, emergency surgery on her. For those of y'all that don't know, y'all a little mm-hmm. lost, it was a pregnancy in her tubes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, So they had to cut her open, right. take the baby, abort yeah. the baby. Yeah. So um, we went back home, and she was sore and the doctor said, you know, she can't uh, move for four to six weeks, have her stay in bed. And my wife is so strong, but she was just crying every day. Aww. And I just couldn't stop her. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I just couldn't stop her. And my wife is like aggressive too. What's her sign? Um, she's a Leo. Al, come on, you know? Leo. You a Leo? Come on. All right, my nigga. All right, so she uh, <laughs> she was a Leo. I said she was a Leo. No, no. She was aggressive. And um, she was like... Um, no, no. I asked her, do she want to have a competition? Let's see who can write the best book. And she just was like, Nick, I could write I could write a better book than you. I said, no, you can't. So she started to write a book. I started to write a book. So maybe like a week we switched. And it was the best shit I ever read. And she said it was the best shit she ever read. Mm. 
And that conversation just sparked this. I said, yo, if you put that in this and you use this character in yours and we start creating this book. And like, I swear to God, we did not leave that apartment. I'm telling you, we stayed in that little apartment, ate in and just wrote this book. Man, we, we ran through the book maybe in two or three weeks. Got it done. By the time we got it done, she was healed up. We were so consumed in the book, we didn't even remember. So, all right, she healed up. We had this book. We went to the bookstore. She started sending it off, right? Graduated high school, went off to college. Now, when I went to college, I went to this school called Ferris State University. Mm. Anybody from Michigan know that's like all white boys. So I'm taxing them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have to sell weight. It wasn't really no big uh, risk because I'm only selling little grams for them to sniff. So I used to keep all my dope in her room because, you know, the cops or not the cops, the security, if something happened, they wouldn't run into her room. They'd run into my room. So I was driving back to Flint to cop one day and she called me like, baby, turn around. I just got an email. A publisher out of New York want to sign this. We ain't got to do this shit no more. I said, all right. I turned around. I came back to the dorm. When I came in, she was over the toilet flushing all my shit down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I grabbed her like, babe, what the fuck is you doing? She said, no, you ain't got to do like this Karen shit no more. Karen Goodfellas. Yeah. That was all we had, yeah. Karen? No, it wasn't even like that. Okay. Because she was like, yo, we ain't got to do this shit no more. We finna go out to New York. They want our information to fly us out. So I'm like, shit, bet. Flush that shit down. Like, we ain't got to do it. So I think the next week we flew out to New York and... uh <laughs> they gave us man the contract was so small i think it was like two books four thousand dollars she flushed down so much though i mean that was like <laughs> you know what i'm saying so but but listen i was mad but but <laughs> that that taught us to um well we went to the publisher and we said yo fuck four thousand we want forty thousand and he said yeah yo, write 10 books i'll give you forty thousand and he was just playing we went back home. I ain't had no dope, no re-up, nothing. And we wrote 10 books in like seven months. Mm. We wrote it. And we took it back to the publisher. He gave us $40,000. And that taught us how to write at a rapid pace. And it also gave us a chance to flood our shit in the streets. So in New York, you couldn't go to a corner without seeing our books. We wrote that's off the hard. jump. We wrote so many. Yeah. And like that's what started our career. And I ain't sold a, a dime since. Mm. I ain't sold it and don't want to. You know, this is 12 years ago. Mm. You said make money, not yeah. friends. Do you still believe in that? Yeah. You know what? Okay, I, I got, you know, if you catch me on a Monday, I'm sorry, I, I think differently than what I think today. All right? What I think about relationships and love, people are going to hurt you, Right? If me and you start building a relationship today, Pete, like this is my nigga, I fuck with Pete. Mm. At some point, you're going to do something that I don't like or I'm going to do something that you don't like. That's a given. People fall out because of that, but that's not life. You have to find people that's worth fighting for. That's that's what you have to do. Like You have to find a person that's worth getting hurt for, Mm -hmm. worth crying for. Because you're going to move to a next friend or a next loved one and they're going to hurt you too. Mm-hmm. Just find that special person that's worth it and make sure it's more good times than it's bad times. That's what I meant when I said make money, not friends. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Hey, listen, that's yeah. a gem, man. Yeah. That, was, no. that was like, yo. That was the Take gem. the microphone out that stand. <laughs> what, what was that? Drop that shit. <laughs> Throw that shit on the floor. Yeah, now, yeah. so. Peter pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so as, as you're moving forward, you made yeah. all these books. Yeah. You know, you're doing the Audible. Uh-huh. You know, you, what are you exactly doing at NBC? Well, we, can you talk about that? I can't talk about the show, but I'll tell you what we're doing at both uh, situations, right? We're developing an original, and it's so far from what people know us for. I'm so excited about it. I'm uber excited. Mm. And um, they gave us opportunity to be EPs and create the whole show, no help. And um, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be like a runaway hit. Now, now hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. They're, they're throwing you into a into a big tank right now. I mean, are they giving you showrunners? Are they giving yeah, you yeah. So, staff to... Well, okay, so I, we actually talk. I talk with um, Mara and um, Akil Salim. I have a Skype with them tomorrow. So um, they put people around us that kind of help Who, us. Those are people at NBC? No, they're at Warner Brothers. Okay, so, Warner right. Brothers. So what we do, we just, we ask a lot of questions. We don't, if somebody say, hey, if I can help you anyway, let me know. We use that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go after you. You say you can help me. You say you're going to give me some advice. John Singleton, I can call him right now, and he's going to tell me the best advice, right? And I got people like that in my corner where I could just call, and and I'm learning as we go, but we're equipped for it. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Warner Brothers, they put um, the EP of Queen Sugar, which is Melissa Carter. They put her with us with that project. So we have her helping us, and she's a beautiful, intelligent woman, and we just oh, Melissa's we on. love her. Yeah, yes, they are. Yeah, Melissa. Yeah, yeah. So, so now that you you're doing NBC, NBC, and BET, you said right? No, not BET. Warner Brothers. You're not doing no EBT. Come on, don't be doing that to my brother. No, 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 no. It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with BET. We we um we had talks with them as well, so it's nothing wrong. with Listen, get that money. But what I do want to know is this: you grew up struggling, right? Uh huh. Then hustling. Yeah, or, or as that would say, uh, pedaling or pushing, yeah, pushing, right? Yeah. But keep in mind, your mentality was a pusher. Okay. Now you turn that into positive shit, but your life and your bank account had to drastically change. See, but look, man, niggas don't know, man. When you from the streets, you're getting all the education you need, man. And that's the money. Yeah, listen, like it was a, it was a, um, it was a guy named Cowboy. He was a like a wino that stood at the corner, right, and. You know how they stand outside the store like, hey, you got a loose dollar. Mm. Little man, you got some change. You I was case quarter? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would see Cowboy, Why you know, a, a, a wino would ask somebody if they look like they're about to say no, they'd go to the next person. Hey, man, you got a dollar? They say, But I would see Cowboy walk the person to the car, open the door for him, and when he get done with that, now he might miss five other people walking to the door, but he catered to that one person. Mm. Right. And he usually would get more money than all the winos. And I asked him, like, cowboy, why you uh, like why you work like that, man? Like he said, listen, young boy, if you chase two rabbits. You might end up losing them both. So that kind of taught me business. Right. Never chase two rabbits because you will end up losing them both. That's basically what he was telling me. And those little gems that I learned in the hood, I apply it to my business now. So if you're from the hood, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, you learn shit that can help you later on in life. So, No, it's I, a true success yeah. story, man. I mean, you know, hearing, you know, you're from the bottom and, then, yeah. you know, and uh, 
you know, made your way up, you know, and that, and to me, that's inspiring, you know, yeah. just to, just to, you know, you, you could, you could still be in Flint, yeah. you still be pushing, you know, nah, but you I'm know, that. even, even just like, you know, what some tips would you give young people coming up that, that want to learn not only about book, but mm -hmm. making money? Like, what are you doing with your money? Like not trying to get all in your business, but yeah. are you, are you investing in property? Like mm -hmm. what's some tips that you would give people to learn how to stay wealthy too? Is it just working hard and still creating, or is it doing yeah. some other things? Well, I'm a creator, mm -hmm. and I put people around me that's um, that that's good in money management. I, my team is so strong. If I'm not um, particularly good in that arena, I hire the best at that, and that's what I do. Me and my wife have a team. We have a money person. We have our legal guidance. We have our agents. So we can be creators. Mm. So... If you don't know how to do it, hire somebody that can do it and do it efficiently. That's what we do so we can focus on the art, you know, so. Mm. How do you guys keep it, like, spicy? And, like, is it because yeah. you're so successful, like, like you have the money to go yeah. on the vacation? So I kinda, no, like, no, we'd be, happy. Like, we'd be happy if we was in a box, baby. It's like, of, that's my nigga. When I say, like, I'm just like you. It don't, like, I'm just like you. Like, just because I got the situation, no, that's my nigga. That's my best friend. We laugh, we kick the shit, and that's where our happiness lies. It don't matter about no money because we'd be just as happy doing something else. You know what I'm saying? If we was the managers at McDonald's, we'd still be happy because I'm with my nigga. So it don't matter. Like, the the jobs and the accolades, they ain't shit. Find you a best friend and marry him. You know? I did that. Yeah, and you the man. There you go. You're smart. What, what can, what can Pete is scared. We, you want to give him yeah. some words of encouragement? No, nah, Pete, no. I like Pete gangster, He's scared man. to get married again oh, yeah? because of his first situation. No, no, no. no. Listen, I'm in love. I, I, I love my lady. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I guess, you know, as as, as, the, time, as Beyonce time. has said, <laughs> put a ring on If you yeah. like it, then you should have put a ring yeah. on That's Okay. I'm not just Just make her official, man. Exactly. If that's your woman, man, make it official. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like an ode to her. He, he has sex in her pussy. What's your sign? Yeah. No I'm a Sag. I knew you was going to say that. Yeah, I'm a Sag. I'm a Sagittarius Pete. too. Oh, all right. You sure is right. yeah. See, there it go, right there. He should, he should, That's Pete and his yeah. wife. He should legalize. Right. Soon to be. You should legalize with your, with your girl, though. You should. Sex. Yeah. Well, stop Wait, unprotected sex. We grown. <laughs> we grown. Yeah. I'm just saying. We grown. Nah. I mean, but, but, marriage ain't for everybody, man. Yeah. Marriage ain't. No, 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 no. Now you have a kid. No. First of all. Is Mary Jane? Who? Wait, what? But, well, you know, <laughs> what? That was saying some crazy <laughs> No, shit. no. I'm just saying if, look, I'm not telling you, like, to get married. Or nothing. I'm just telling you what makes me oh, happy. Oh, marriage and ain't. I thought, he went, I thought you was doing a cuckoo. Like, you, nah. I, 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 you want to <laughs> marry Jay? I thought it was a call on what stress. The, Sorry. Look, looking back, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you still got a lot of life to live. You're young, you know, young and successful and, yeah. and work hard for it. Yeah. But looking back, you know, is there anything that you would have done different? Um, um, I sold dope to my mama a couple times. Mm. Other than that, I don't regret nothing. Yeah. I saw dope to my mama a couple times. Did she short me? Yeah. You know how mama just make it enough. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It was, it was, she I gave you 18 kind of instead of 20? I used to smoke nah. me with my mom. She used to always come up short. Nah, nah. One time she handed me a dollar and was like, roll up. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> no. Nah, nah. That's kind of no. different. That's kind of different. It's, I don't know. You mean you, mean you wish you would have never done that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like selling dope no more. I don't like the idea of it. When I was a little boy, and niggas used to come and serve my mama. You know how you little and you be nosy and you mm-hmm. peek around the corner and shit. I used to just see the niggas come in and serve my mama, and I used to hate them niggas. Yeah. Like I hate that fresh nigga. Right when I got older, and I was serving this lady, and I saw her, her son come around and look at me, yeah. and I knew that looked. So, yeah. Oh, I knew it so good, mm-hmm. and I just hated that shit ever since then. I was like, man, I know he looking at me like I looked at them other niggas on the other side. Of the yeah, spectrum. so mm-hmm. it just it's a bad thing, man. I hate cocaine. I hate you know? cocaine too. That's yeah. what ruined my life. Both yeah. of my parents. Yeah, on that. I hate it. Well, man. It, 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 sucks. Yeah. sucks too. Drugs, man. That's why I never did drugs, man. I just was always addicted to money, and that's why I regret it. Cause me selling to my mama was an addiction, mm. on her part and my part. Right. So I was just as wrong as her. Right. Mm. I was just a crackhead for money. Mm. Mm. She was a crackhead. For yeah, crack. I mean, listen, we we live in an age where we could call someone a crackhead that may not yeah. be smoking crack. You yeah. a crackhead for this, you a crackhead yeah, for that. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just a fiend. It's a fiend. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it, but yo, yo, what's interesting is like like when when you think about Flint, yeah. and then you transpose it to the to the opium epidemic mm. we're having nationwide. It's only an epidemic now because it's white folks. Yeah. That's ODing. Mm-hmm. All right. It's it's the Philip Seymour Thomases that's getting or whatever whatever dude's name is for, that uh that, mm-hmm. that deaded himself. But when it was us, fucked up on dope, yeah. leaning. Yeah. Super predators. Uh, yeah. You know, it wasn't no epidemic. It wasn't it wasn't even cause for a law. Yeah. yeah. And and the same thing rang out when, but but again, watch when. Because th- this thing that happened in Flint yeah. is is happening all around the country mm. with uh, municipalities are not putting money back into the infrastructure, back into the... And, and that's how cities mm. cities get developed over roadways and waterways. Yeah. If you don't keep that clean water, yeah. you eventually have that shit they had in Europe, that Black Plague shit. Mm-hmm. It's bad, man. Listen, um, as we wrap this episode up, you know, uh, the cartel... The yeah, series of cartel yeah, was it's one phenomenal. of the biggest urban successes you ever. Know. Did that shock you? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it did, man. But you know what, man? We was um, I say this a lot, man, but we we always wanted to write to be great. Mm. Like our goal wasn't to be the best black writers. We was going after Shakespeare. Mm. We wanted to be the best writers ever. Mm. So we just took that great writing and the great style and deep thought. But we just placed it in a street setting. So we're giving them real literature and we're just putting it in the street setting so people they, they love Can it. Relate. Can yeah. relate and yeah. see. But hey listen, you know, you're you're a great example of uh Thank you, Pete. You know, no, most definitely you're a great example. First of all, um the passion you have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is really heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Especially when you talk about Flint and especially what you you know, like that's one thing I like about you. Right off the mm-hmm. bat, you know, um you could tell that you have a lot of passion. Yeah. And that must be the reason why you got so many fucking books yeah. that you put out. Yeah. But uh you know, I love stories like you know, I'm I, I love stories that people, you know, come from a point where then they change their life around yeah. and become something better than they ever could be. Because honestly that's just my goal in life. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I still I try that every day. Yeah. You know, I still try that what happened, D B? I said elevate. Yeah, elevate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, elevate. Mm-hmm. Now you know it's like you know you look at it like you know. I, I, I love this. I love the story you gave us too. When man, listen, you, no more dope, no more re up. Yeah. What you gonna do now? Yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah, we rode our way out the hood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Lead in our veins, and I was lead on the paper. Come on. Yeah. Talk that to I me. like that. Yeah. Sound like Canada. I like that. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> Where can I like people y'all. find you on social media? Um, Real Jaquavis. R E A L 
J-A-Q-U-A-V-I-S. That's on Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, is there a website or anything? Yeah, yeah. We, you can just Google our name. Okay. Google our name. It's there. And pop pop the fuck up. Yeah. But listen, listen. I wish you the best of success. Likewise. Continue to, continue to just... You know, uh, uh, pursue your dreams, man. Thirty-two, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking young, man. Yeah, you thanks, got, you Pete. Got, no, no, most of you got a wife ahead of you. Internet, listen. Anybody who uh, could relate to being in the hood, uh, you know, hustling, pushing, uh, as Dallas Penn wants to say, and then making it out and making something for yourself, and mm-hmm. really providing that life Grind. for your family, mm-hmm. providing that life for mm-hmm. your family. Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving the life to your, you know, kids that you didn't get to live. Mm. You know, and I just told you before, I said, you said you miss your childhood. Yeah. But now you get to live that with your kids. Yeah. And that's a special thing, man. Sometimes yeah. life doesn't give you something. It gives you something to pass on. That's right. So, amen. Listen, Internet, listen, make sure you continue to subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. Um, you know, leave them comments. Let us know. Hit up Jaquavius. Uh Jaquavis. 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 I mean, listen, I may have said it right sometimes. And it's sometimes, cool. It, 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 listen, the good brother. You got Italian mouth. <laughs> I mean, listen. Jaquavis, Forget about it. But listen, I love stories, like I said, like this, that are inspiring. We're going to continue to bring you stories like this. Check for the brother, and we'll see you next episode. Internet. Los Internetos. Ow, y'all already know what it is. Beyonce signing out. The cartel. Peace. <laughs>